0: Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Reality Deets Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Sophia. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the latest episode of the Reality Deets Podcast. On this episode, we're going to discuss All the latest and greatest Real Housewives hot topics. We have everything from BravoCon 2023 to season six of the Real Housewives of Miami. We have some Beverly Hills and Salt Lake City tea to talk about. Kelly Dodd and Heather DeBros' ongoing feud. And um, whether or not some new Real Housewives installments are coming to Bravo anytime soon. So let's dive in to the hot topics. So to start, I think we should talk about season six of The Real Housewives of Miami. So season six has begun filming. The uh, Miami Housewives let us know that the Bravo cameras, or I guess the Peacock cameras were once again rolling. Um... Adriana and Julia shared on a little video on um, Instagram basically saying like here we go again it's all starting and if you noticed in the back of their video there was a bravo camera so they must have been filming like starting to film that day or they had wrapped up filming for the day but they gave us that little bit of teaser and so while we don't know a ton about season six we do know that all of the cast members from season five are returning. So we've got Gertie, we've got Alexia, we've got Lisa, we've got Julia, we've got Nicole, we've got Larsa, and then we have Adriana and Marisol and Kiki returning as friends of the housewives. We don't know if Bravo's going to add anyone into the mix. It would be really fun possibly to have like maybe a few more friends just to like freshen up the drama a little bit. I mean, I don't think the Miami house vibes are lacking in any type of drama. Like last season was amazing. And, um, I think they have enough energy to keep the drama full force, but new blood is always a good idea. And I think one of the best ideas that is going around the internet right now is the fact that Joanna Krupa, who starred on real housewives of Miami in the past you know, whether or not there's gossip going around whether or not she might pop up on season six now that she is divorcing her husband. So I think that could be an interesting little way to like, you know, bring some like, OG, well, she's not really an OG, but an alum back to the show. Um, I think on season five, we saw Leah Black popped up. She did a scene with um, Lisa Hot Sheen. So it would be interesting to see maybe Joanna back in the mix and just, you know, see what drama resurfaces between her and her former cast members. Um, yeah, I'm excited for season six of Miami. I'm excited to see where the storylines go, where the friendships go, where the feuds go. And um, most, I'm excited, like Nicole and Larsa their their issues are going to continue um Alexi and Adriana that's going to continue on and I'm just just excited I want to see Lisa Hotstein get everything she wants and more in her divorce from Lenny um I want to see every bit of Nicole Martin's life because she is just like the prettiest and like most fabulous housewife right now I think I just adore her. I think she's one of the best additions to the Real Housewives universe in such a long time. Um, yeah, I want to see the relationships. I want to see the fun, the glamour, the fashion, the luxury lifestyle. I just want to see it all continue with lots and lots of drama. So I'm excited to see, you know, what happens and how this whole season plays out. They just started filming. So uh, like I said, we don't know much yet, but we do know everyone is back. And that is a great thing. It's great that Bravo or Peacock, they're not trying to dismantle the cast and like, switch it up. When it's good like this, keep it good. It's good as gold right now, in Miami, so just let it let it ride. So, so excited to see that. I, I would wouldn't mind if Julia was maybe demoted to a friend and maybe kick Marisol or Kiki or even Adriana up to full-time. I wouldn't mind that at all, but that's just my little opinion. Um, so moving on to that, I guess we should also just jump into other franchises that are filming right now. So Potomac is currently filming uh, season eight. Beverly Hills is filming season 13. Salt Lake City is filming season four. And I think that season four is going to be a make or break season for the Salt Lake City franchise. Um, I just think that I loved season one and two. Season three was like a snooze fest for me. I just found it so boring and so contrived and just not interesting. And even though like you would think that Jen Shaw of it all would have been interesting and would have kept my attention, but honestly, it just didn't. I felt like the whole like they like teased us with the Jen Shaw but it never like none of the actual like tea ever came to fruition on the show so it was just like it it just was it was meh it was just like and I really was hoping they were gonna really shake up the cast for season four and they didn't I mean we're getting a few new girls uh I well we we know we're getting one new girl so Heather's back Whitney's back Meredith and Lisa Barlow my queen I love Lisa Barlow she's just I I have to admit when they first announced the Salt Lake City Housewives and I like saw all of the ladies on Instagram and was like okay Lisa Barlow was my favorite. I didn't know anything about her. Just, like, by the pictures on her Instagram, I was like, this is my favorite. Like, she's my favorite. And she has been from day one. Like, one of my favorites. And I honestly think Heather and Whitney could have gone. I-, I used to love Heather. I never liked Whitney. She always was just, like, too thirsty, in my opinion. I really liked Heather the first, like, season. But then she just became up Jen Shaw's ass. And I didn't like that. I thought that was just like so annoying. It's like have a mind of your own. Have an opinion. Stop like sucking her teeth And like just like doing everything she says. Like be your own person. And I think like it didn't really work out in your favor. Because Jen Shaw lied to you. Just like she lied to everyone else. But um, and like to be honest. I have tried to watch season 3 of The Real House Vibes Ultimate Girls Trip. Like. I've literally tried to watch it like five times now and I can't because Whitney and freaking Heather are just so goddamn annoying. Like I just can't like, oh, it's like ruining it for me. I just need to like suck it up and fast forward through all of their scenes. But I haven't gotten around to that yet. So but when it comes to season four, um, there is one new person joining the mix. And her name is let me like pull it up because I'm like not familiar with what her name is. It's I think it's Monica. I was gonna say Marsha. Monica Garcia. And so she is the only kind of semi-confirmed newbie we know of. She's not officially confirmed by Bravo, but you know, she's in the mix. So I'm assuming she's probably going to be the one replacing Jen Shaw. But that again is not confirmed. Um, We do know that mary cosby's back in some capacity we don't know if she's going to be a friend full time what the deal is but we know that she's filmed she's continuing to film so she will be there and what we do know is that whitney had an event in the last few days monica the newbie and lisa barlow got into a heated argument and it was caught on camera by a fan then shared it on Instagram and so that video is going around and they get into a very heated conversation about what we don't know but it looks good it's promising it's a promising little like Ooh, is there some bad blood boiling up I like it I like the possibility I don't like the fact that you know Lisa is you know possibly feuding with someone but if it's good for the show it's good for the show Um, and I heard there's talk that, that Angie girl, Angie K, is back in the mix in some way. I don't know. She might just be a friend again, but she was at this party too. So there's that. Um, we also have some drama coming out of the 90210. So the Beverly Hills housewives were recently on a little mini getaway so and again some intense conversations went down thanks to some eagle-eyed fans who caught the drama on camera so we had sutton kyle crystal garcelle and newbie Anne marie wiley they were all spotted filming in Ojai, california dorit was also on the trip but she's not in the clips that we have online um And we're told that Erica Jean was not on the trip at all. Not sure why, but I know she does have her Vegas residency that's about to be announced in now. So perhaps she was doing something with that. I don't know. Um, But the clips that are online, you can check them out at Reality Deets Instagram. And in the clip, you see all of the ladies enter the restaurant. And then... um, a little bit later, you see Garcelle, Anne-Marie, and Kyle outside having a serious discussion. Um, Again, it's very heated between the three. Anne-Marie looks like she's upset. Garcelle looks like she's comforting Anne-Marie, but also kind of like trying to set the newbie straight a little bit. I don't know. That's how what I got from the clip, but it's all very interesting. And um, I know Anne-Marie is like, just brand new to the whole thing, but she's already like getting heat for certain things in her life, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out on the show. So, um, Anne Marie's I guess some comments that Anne Marie's husband, who he's a former M- NFL player, that he made about like the transgender community have like resurfaced, and um, a, some Bravo fans. Are really upset about it and um you know while others are like he's entitled to his opinion um you know we all have our different opinions and beliefs and so why should he be canceled or why should we be calling it out like that's his opinion and I I can see that but other you know Bravo fans are upset that like there's someone that Bravo is such a I guess progressive network that why are they giving you know TV time to a person who has these kind of beliefs. I don't know. Uh, You know, we don't know Anne-Marie's husband, we don't know Anne-Marie's beliefs on the subject. We don't know her husband's full views. You know, we have a couple of clips from his YouTube channel slash podcast that he's said. Um, But I I don't think we could just like write them off yet. I think, you know, A, yes, he is entitled to his opinions. But B, I think we need to give them a chance. We can't you can't cancel people before you even get to know them on the show. So, you know, and I'm sure there are parts of the Bravo verse. There's probably a ton of people that agree with his opinions and there are going to be people that don't, you know, in the end of the day, does the housewife's political views matter to, you as a fan to a lot of people, it does, but to others, it doesn't. It's like, you know, I'm going to keep it separate. I'm going to, you know, they can believe what I, they want to believe. I'll believe what I want to believe. And, you know, I just let it be. So, it'll be interesting to see how it all plays out on the show and if those you know beliefs that Anne-Marie's husband have and like the criticism he's received over it if they come up on the show if they come into play like I wonder if the producers are going to bring it up if they're gonna the producers are going to encourage some of the housewives to bring up the comments and make Anne-Marie and her husband explain and It'll be interesting to see if it all plays out. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if it does because it's such a hot topic on Instagram and Twitter right now that I wouldn't be surprised if it does come up and that, you know, producers make them address it. And if not, I'm sure Housewives will because there are, you know, a lot of... I feel like the Beverly Hills cast has one of the most, like, progressive... Um, Liberal cast out there of the housewives, so um you know it'll be interesting, but I think it I think she is definitely going to be one of those housewives that might divide people, you know she's gonna be like fifty fifty but it's i'm I'm really interested I think you know her and her husband and Marie I'm talking about the newbie um on Beverly Hills, I think she is such she's a beautiful woman, their family is gorgeous. Her husband was successful in basketball. I mean, football, not basketball, football. And um, I'm sure he is still successful in, you know, whatever he's doing after his retirement. But like, Anne-Marie herself is an accomplished woman. Like, she's accomplished. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's obviously intelligent. And I'm excited to see what she brings to the show. I think she is bringing a whole nother type of person to the show like she is you know not just an actress or like a stay-at-home mom or you know a former model she is you know a working you know um I think she's an anesthesiologist so or a nurse nurse and I never can say that word so I'm not even gonna try but I think she's an anesthesiologist And, but so she, you know, is going to bring a different type of woman to the show. And I think that's great, you know, especially in the world of Beverly Hills. I think it's just beautiful to see that, you know, um, you know, a different kind of housewife, a different kind of mom, a different kind of wife and everything to the show. So it'll be interesting. I'm, I'm excited to see how she fits in with the cast and how it goes. I'm really, really curious. Um, yeah. I mean I I I personally I don't agree with some of the things that I, you know, heard her husband say, but that's my personal opinion. It doesn't mean I'm not going to like her as a housewife. And again, I don't know her husband's full views, and I don't know if it's her views too. So I'm not going to judge before I know any more. I'm just going to like, you know, it's a it's a thought in the back of my head. That I like know about them, but I'm not, you know, I I I still want to get to know them on the show. And, you know, I don't think we can take a a singular point of view that someone has on a subject and think we know their whole picture or their whole story or all of their beliefs or all of their opinions. You know, people are multifaceted and you know, I think we have to let it all just play out before we judge too hard. So, um, that is what we do know about all of that. Um, but speaking of, while we're on the subject of, you know, transgender and, you know, whether you support or you agree, you disagree, whatever the case may be, I I don't really know how to properly phrase it, um, we have to talk about Kelly Dodd and Heather DeBro. So if you don't know, these two have had a long standing beef from their time on The Real Housewives of Orange County together. And Kelly recently, I guess it was like a month or two ago, came out no, it was just last month. What am I talking about? So Kelly came out last month and basically was like um really against Heather DeBro after she announced that her youngest son is transgender. So if you don't know, Heather and Terry DeBros' youngest child formerly was called Coco. Um Coco's birth name was Colette. They called um the nickname that he used growing up was Coco. Coco now is being referred to as ace because Coco Coco is transgender and Coco now is referred to as ace. Heather announced this on International Sons Day. She didn't provide much more detail, but she just said she loves and supports her son and, you know, their family is supporting him through this new journey. And Kelly did not like heather's post she thought she ridiculed it she slammed it she basically went on a horrible rant about it and basically said like heather and terry were like doing this for attention and that they were only supporting their child doing this because you know it was like the popular thing to do and they were jumping on the bandwagon and i kind of think that's total bullshit You know, I know that people think they hear the word transgender. And I think people think that when a kid, you know, Ace, sorry. Ace is, I think, like 12, 13, maybe. I'm not exactly sure. I know he he is like pre-teens, early teens, maybe. You know, and Ace comes out as transgender. And I think when you hear a young person say, that they are transgender, certain people automatically think, oh my God, they're cutting off their genitalia. They're taking hormones. They're taking drugs to become the other sex. They're doing this whole change overnight. And that's not the case. So I don't know what Ace's situation is. And I highly doubt that having Heather, who is a very intelligent woman, and having Terry, who is a doctor, as parents, I don't think that they are letting Ace make any drastic changes in his life at this time but ace wants to be referred to as ace he wants to be acknowledged as a boy and i don't think that there's anything wrong with that in this instance because we don't know the backstory we don't know what ace has gone through we don't know any struggles that he's dealt with or anything we are just getting this tiny tiny bit of information so i don't think that we can like overly judge like kelly is and make all these wild accusations that we do not know to be true and i think that it's such a sensitive topic that you know i i think you just have to respect the decision and believe that the parents know what's best for their child and for their family and just trust that they're making the right decisions for their child and i think that's all you can ask for in this instance but of course, Kelly Dodd can't do that. Kelly can't respect another parent's decision. Kelly can't respect a child's decision. And I understand that it's a child, but, you know, I think as a child or a young person, you know certain things about yourself. And I think Ace knows himself probably well enough to know that he wants to be called Ace and certain things about his life possibly. And um, so it's just it, it just baffles me that kelly is just continuing on with her like hatred and vitriol towards heather especially involving heather's children in it so if you don't know so heather's heather and terry's youngest son is transgender but they're they have twin dot da- twin i don't twin daughters they have twins max and um what's the boy's name max is the girl and there's i don't know what their son's name is i can't think of their older son's name but they have twins that are now in college then they have cat who is their middle daughter and she's in high school and then they have ace who is their youngest child and max is bisexual cat is a lesbian and ace is transgender and so kelly basically like is now dragging her kids is dragging heather's kids into her issues with heather so on instagram or i think it was on tiktok so kelly posted a side-by-side of dylan mulvaney who's an actress and a um like social media personality who is known for um she basically details her transition from male to female on TikTok and Instagram and stuff. And so Kelly posted a photo of Dylan Mulvaney side by side to Heather DeBro. And she writes the caption I realized why H G aka Heather DeBro Heather DeBro's kids are confused. She then says that, look at their mom's Adam's apple. So she's basically saying that, oh, look, Heather's kids are confused because their mom is also transgender. Look at that Adam's apple. That's what she's basically alleging. It's just so childish and stupid and just, like, it makes no freaking sense. Like, you're a 50-some-year-old woman. Like, grow up grow up. Like, I have no problem if you have issues with Heather, but don't drag her children, two of which are minors. Like, could you imagine if Heather did that or any other former or current OC housewife dragged Kelly's daughter, Jolie, into their issues with Kelly? Could you imagine? Could you imagine how Kelly would flip the fuck out? Like, I just can't imagine and in my opinion, Heather and Terry are too freaking classy to, like, really clap back with how they would want to speak to Kelly right now. And it just, like, enrages me that, like, you're a grown-ass woman with a teenager of your own, yet you are mocking and making fun of, like, someone's kids and then someone, like, you don't have to believe, like, you don't have to agree with transgender people being transgender or anything like that but just shut up about it like you don't have to respect it you don't have to agree with it or understand it or anything but just shut up about it then like just shut up about it and stop doing stupid shit for attention because that's exactly what you're doing it's like so obvious and annoying and it just infuriates me like it infuriates me like okay i'm gonna breathe (sighs) Okay. So then, not Heather, then Kelly basically came out and like kind of defended her actions saying that like, she's always doing stuff to Heather because Heather sent two cease and desist to her. And now that since Heather did that, since Heather sent those cease and desist letters, it just makes Kelly want to keep going after her over and over again. And that she's not scared for Heather to send her another cease and desist. Like, the, the, she is like a woman child. Like, what is this? You are a grown ass woman. Why are you acting like you are like 12 years old? Like, no, I know 12 year olds who are more mature than this, who would not do this. Like, this woman is just so desperate for attention. It, it like, makes me want to puke. Like, it's so, (gasps) but not surprisingly, Kelly's receiving a shit ton of backlash from the Bravo community. People are calling her vile and they're calling her disgusting and they're just, like, questioning what, (laughs) like, what adult would be proud to act like this? Like, why would you ever act like this? Like, people are saying, like, she's irresponsible. She's just rude like it's just complete bullshit and like they don't like most fans are not understanding why Kelly feels the need to go there like do not drag people's children into your feuds like just take it like it should be between Kelly and Heather or even Terry don't drag their children into it because if they dragged Jolie into the drama Kelly would flip her lid like could you imagine like Kelly is just like unhinged and she's desperate. She is like clinging to that 15 minutes of theme. And it's like anything I can say or do to get me more views on YouTube. I'll do, I'll do, I'll say, I'll say it. I'll say it because I need that attention. I'm clinging to the life raft that is like my career on reality TV. It's just, (sighs) oh Lord, it's just crazy. And I get that Kelly has free speech that's her right, but it's just infuriating. Like, I would love to see Heather's kids clap back because Kelly just needs to shut up. Like, I just, it it, it, it infuriates me. Infuriates me. And, um, yeah, it's just horrible. Like, I just don't, regardless of your beliefs, like, you know, in the Bravo verse, the Real Housewives universe, kids, parents are off limits. You don't go after people's kids. Like, that's like the number one rule. You know that everyone knows that. And the fact that Kelly is crossing that very sacred line, it's too much. Like, it's just too much. Okay. On a happier note, Let's talk about BravoCon 2023. So Bravo announced that BravoCon 2023 is a go. And instead of BravoCon happening in the Big Apple this year, they are taking the show to Vegas, Sin City, Viva Las Vegas, Viva Las Vegas. I'm stumbling and fumbling all over my words. Um, But BravoCon 2023 is going to happen, um, November 3rd to 5th in Las Vegas. And honestly, I'm kind of really excited. Like I'm so excited for some reason. I have never been to BravoCon, but I might go this year. I don't know. I'm thinking it might be a good idea. Might be fun. Um, they're touting it as the best BravoCon convention yet, so it'll be interesting to see what Bravo has up its sleeves. I'm not surprised that they're actually moving it out of New York because, in all honesty, like, it probably is so expensive to have BravoCon in New York City. Like, it has to be so expensive. I'm sure Vegas is so much cheaper and there's so much more space. I wouldn't be surprised if they eventually even try to do it in LA um, another year, like, maybe, like, next year. But I think it's great. I think Las Vegas is so fun and it kind of just goes with the whole like bravo vibe so it's just gonna be really cool it'll be interesting to see who shows up and who does what and I am very excited I like I don't know like in the past it's always been giving me like anxiety and like that many people like all together it's just like Ooh, like no but like Las Vegas that seems tempting so um I don't know. What do you guys think about BravoCon? Are you guys excited for it? Because I sure am. Um, speaking of Las Vegas, when BravoCon was announced, a lot of fans were speculating that oh, they're gonna announce the Real Housewives of Las Vegas at BravoCon. And I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but apparently that is not gonna happen. So, um, There have been a ton of rumors out there that the Real Housewives of Las Vegas, the Real Housewives of New Orleans, the Real Housewives of Chicago, that they were all in the works. Um, I think a couple of Bravo production companies have been, um, or production companies that work with Bravo, they've been casting in New Orleans and in Chicago for various shows, and a lot of people thought they were for housewives and there's a lot of gossip going around but andy cohen is setting the record straight um on his siri xm show last thursday he denied that bravo was working on any new installments of the real housewives so andy said i think we're good um we're not developing any people are really excited about BravoCon in vegas and they he says the network is getting so many questions about it but He said, quote unquote, I just want to nip something in the bud right now because there's a rumor that is building online that I need to address so we can move on. There's a train of thought that thinking, there's a train of thought that of thinking we will be announcing BravoCon in Vegas, the new housewives. What the hell am I saying here? I can't read this quote. Okay, let me start over again. Quote unquote. Um, there is a train of thought that we will be announcing at BravoCon in Vegas, the Real Housewives of Las Vegas. And I am here to tell you, we are not, no, just we are not. There is no Housewives of Vegas. We are not announcing a Housewives of Vegas. So just stand down. That's not happening. He also addressed the rumors of Real Housewives, New Orleans, saying, Quote, unquote, there was just a rumor about Real Housewives in New Orleans, and I happen to know that there is a production company who we work with all the time who was just casting women in New Orleans to see if there was a show that could be done in New Orleans. I think they are pitching it to Bravo. This wasn't Bravo seeking out. So, there you have it. No new Real Housewives franchises are in the works. I think that Bravo is missing out i think that i don't necessarily know about vegas that that's like a hmm that could be something interesting but i think new orleans could be freaking great i think chicago could be great too um i think those would be really excellent franchises um i'm all about um the Real Housewives of the main line, which if you don't know, the main line is an an area right outside of Philadelphia that um, includes some really, really amazing neighborhoods and a lot of rich folks and a lot of wealth and glamour and luxury. And I would love to see it happen. I know that producers were talking about doing a show there before. I don't know if it was Bravo was like, casting for it or anything but I know there was a production company in the main line actually doing interviews and stuff because I know um one of my old bosses her daughter was friends with like was really good friends with one of the women being cast for the show so I know that they did test out women so it was semi-possibility at one time but I love to see, like, a Philly-area Housewives. Like, I think they don't even know. Like, obviously not maybe, like, Philadelphia. But, like, there's so many great areas in Philly. Like, Society Hill, Rittenhouse Square. Like, the main line. Like, they could... It could be amazing. And so, I definitely think there's room to grow in the Real Housewives franchise. Um, you know, I think that Bravo just needs to really let the shows be a little more organic and cast people that semi know each other in a way like I always thought like Beverly Hills and like New York and like Jersey were so authentic because the women knew each other you know they had that like relationship before the show so it was beautiful to see all of the chaos and the drama and you know the friendships just blossom on the show. It was a real, like, it was nice. I feel like we don't get that a lot with new Housewives franchises. You have, like, networks just pushing people together that don't really have any type of connection, and then you're trying to force that connection, and it just comes off as inauthentic to fans. So I think Potomac did a beautiful job, too. They had the people that knew each other before the show. They had those connections. Even if they were looser connections... it it just creates the perfect, I don't know, it's the perfect recipe for Real Housewives. And so I definitely love to see the Real Housewives world expand even more. I think that, you know, there's a want for it. There's a need. And especially as you have franchises like OC and Beverly Hills and Jersey and, you know, Atlanta and, you know, um, New York when it returns, like they're all getting like they're getting older, those franchises, and people love those OGs and those long-time, long-time cast members. So creating new franchises with new people, I think, can just keep, like, the wheels turning at Bravo instead of, like, taking a really solid franchise and, like, just getting adding new people. I think adding new shows is the better way to, like, revive you know, the franchise and, like, revive, you know, the interest in Real Housewives and stuff. And I think Bravo really needs to start looking at younger Housewives. I know that people, you know, love their older Housewives, but I think they really could do great with having Housewives in their 30s and 40s and, like, making that, like, the target right now because you have people like Lisa Hotstein, you have people like, you know, um, Nicole Martin on, um, on Miami too like they are great housewives and they're younger housewives and it's fabulous to see that and um I'm losing my voice right now Now, <laughs> um yeah but I think like I know people don't love Crystal necessarily I mean I like Crystal as a housewife but not everyone likes her but like she's a, again a younger housewife it's nice to see that like younger blood on the show and I think it's what we need I think it's you know, as much as I love a lot of the older housewives, I like the new ones. I like the younger ones too, because it's more relatable. Like, you know, they're closer to my age. They're closer to people that I can like relate to what they're going through and all of that. So I think that's it right now for this episode. I think this is the longest episode I've ever done. And I went on quite a little rant. So please forgive me. And like, I know, Everyone has their own opinions and I respect everyone's opinions. So I ask that everyone just respect mine and we can agree to disagree. I, I really, you know, you don't have to like just listen to or read things or follow people that you agree with. You can, you know, interact and appreciate and like people that are, have different opinions than you. And I think that's what makes the, what makes the world go round and what is, really actually a lot better for the world. So thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Thank you guys so much for listening. And um, I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Remember to rate, comment, like, and subscribe. Give